Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Lackadar Podcast. We are very glad you decided to join us today. Our hope here at Lackadar is that we are more than a podcast, not because of us, but because of God, and that we strive to bring glory to Him because that's the only place where glory is deserved, and that the listeners either come to know Christ if they don't, or built up in their walk with Christ. With that being said, of course, Lackadar does not need to be a substitute for your church body. We pray that you're plugged into a church body and are not letting Lackadar be a substitute for that. But hopefully, Lackadar is helping you in your daily walk. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on our social media pages, which are in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode and God uses it. Welcome to the Like It Our Podcast. Today we have Ethan Whaley on here. Uh, yep. Ethan is the interim youth pastor here at New Hope. And Put emphasis on the word interim. I know. He's the temp, <laughs> like the guy from the office, Ryan, the temp. That's what they call me. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's going to be, I guess, talking with us today and we'll get that figured out soon. So, yeah. All right, but I'm going to pray before we get into it. Actually, I'm going to ask Ethan to pray before we get into it. Absolutely. God, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you for this podcast. Lord, the the hearts and the, and the ears and the minds that it's reaching, Lord, we, we thank you for uh, giving Ben just the, just the thought of doing something like this and God just allowing Jackson to be able to help, help him out and, and assist him in that. Um, Lord, we, we thank you for your word and the things that we're going to talk about today and uh, mainly the Holy Spirit, Lord, and, and how it just uh, is so necessary in our lives. And um, I just pray, Lord, that you would be with our time, Lord God, and just um, just bless us, Lord. Just allow your Holy Spirit to come in this room and just be with us as we talk about as we talk about it. And uh, we thank you so much for uh, your Son Jesus died on the cross so that He could send us the Holy Spirit and, and come and it could come into us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Whaley, we're gonna turn it over to you, man. So, so yeah. So I I talked to you all about a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago now, um, I started reading this book called The Forgotten God by Francis Chan, and um, what it talks about is in like the introduction, introduction, and the first couple chapters is a lot of what what the book's on, of course, since it is the introduction, but. You know what it, where the title comes from, and the title is based off of the lack of the Holy Spirit in everyday Christian churches now, in everyday lives of people, of you know everyday Christians. Um, and so it's been a uh, very interesting book for me to read, and it's gotten me thinking more about how the Holy Spirit, you know, is active in my life every day, and how I can be searching for the Holy Spirit more in my life throughout the day. Like like on the way over here to church this morning, I literally I, I prayed I prayed for a few minutes and then like for probably a third of the drive and then the other third of the drive I just turned I, I had the radio off the whole time but you know I just I just sat and listened and I sat and 
I, you know, I ask God to, you know, put some things on my heart and, and for like today and for we've got a meeting after this and this kind of stuff like that. And so trying, trying to just, um, just be more, instead of doing so much talk and do more listening. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's very important. And a lot of people, we know, we just pray, 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 pray. And like how much time do we sit back and listen, whether it's just sitting on our back porch and, uh, you know, viewing God's creation or our front porch or, um, you know, when you're out hunting or fishing, you just kind of sit back instead of trying to work and trying to catch that fish or, you know, kill the deer or hunt the deer or whatever your animal, squirrel, whatever it may be. You know, yeah. you just sit back and observing what God's created for you and just allowing um, His Holy Spirit to give you the power to acknowledge that a lot of times and how awesome that, you know, He is. So and To build off of that, like, if you're having a conversation like we're having now, mm-hmm. you're not just going to talk, talk, talk and not let the other person respond 100% like, so because conversation with God. yeah yeah and it's it, it's like that with your uh with your you know hopefully one day significant other for you guys and and like if I did a bunch of if I did or did not do a bunch of talking with my wife she wouldn't be happy regardless because either I'd be talking way too much or not talking at all and so for I mean the, the, it's it's a two-sided ordeal you know there's there's you know, and kind of what I've learned through that book is that the Holy Spirit is actually a person. You know, it's not just, um, it's a part of the Godhead, part of the Trinity. And um, we think of a spirit as just like a vapor or a wind or something like that, but but it's an actual person because it's a part of God and it's got a mind of its own. And, you know, it, it searches God's mind and then brings it down to, you know, the believers and what he wants and has for, you know, his will for our lives. Um, so uh, I think that's a, that's really, it's really important for, for us to understand. Yeah, I think, and also, so I've read uh, that book that you were just talking about. They have like a separate plan for it on the Bible app. Have you ever read that no, one? No. And it was it was really good. No, and one of the last, I was just looking at it. One of the last uh, days talks about about like how the Holy Spirit gets perceived as something that's not like personal. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the. Holy Spirit has like feelings, like yeah. it grieves for you too because like it's God, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not something that's just there. like some all-knowing or uninteracting being that yeah. we can't do anything with, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, one of the one of the key verses that I wanted to <clears throat> that I that I read the other you know a couple Wednesdays ago, but also um, is very. <clears throat> You know, it's Jesus talking to his disciples in John chapter 14. It's in, it's starting in verse 17. It says, um, well, I'm going to start in verse 15. I'm sorry. So 14, chapter 14, verse 15 of John, it says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another, another helper to be with you forever, the helper being the Holy Spirit, even the Spirit of truth. <coughs> whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. So him being an actual, you know, being. Mm-hmm. You know him for that he dwells with you and will be in you. That's very interesting. Like he talked about he will be in you, like not just with you on the side like I am like right now. Jesus is saying he was going to be inside of you, a part of you, and like literally directing your life. It's almost yeah. like we're, you know, we're, we're puppets and the Holy Spirit is literally directing. And what do they call those, the guys that... Um, Puppeteer? No, is that it? Maybe, maybe it is. Okay, never mind. I thought it was like a something, something wet or something. I like still wet. That's not right. So, I don't you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. I, I get. I know what you're saying. Okay, never mind. Regardless, a puppeteer is just you know our 
making move, making our motions happen and things that we do. Um, and so, like that's, that's almost what the Holy Spirit should be. And hopefully that it, that He we are allowing Him to do that. And we're not trying to take the reins and trying to do it our own selves because a lot of time we do that. So anyway. Um, he will be in you and, and start in 18 it says i will not leave you as orphans i will come to you yet a little while and the world will see see me no more but you will see me because i live because i live you always will live in that day you will know that i am my, i am in my father and you in me and i in you a little tongue-tied there but uh but yeah jesus is basically telling his telling his people that i'm going to be in you and through you with the help of the Holy Spirit and therefore if I don't leave and there's another verse in here that I read not too long ago and said um, that it's better for me that I leave so that he can come to you um, and so and I, and I I know man I've been watching the chosen some and uh, just the way that those guys just marvel at Jesus I think they did a really good job portraying that so far as from what I've seen and just how that they really looked at Jesus, especially we just finished the water to wine episode, and I think Thomas was the guy that was preparing the wine, if I'm correct, I'm not sure, but uh, but anyway, the way that Thomas just like Marvel was sitting back and just watching Jesus and how he operated and stuff, and and how he uh, he just he just doubted that he could do anything in the whole the whole time, and then once he did it, <clears throat> excuse me, he um, he just marveled at that, and I think you know being those guys being with Jesus and him telling them this. It's like, man, how can it get any better than this? Like, how? But man, you flip over a few more chapters into Acts, and they, you know, exactly how it can get better. And then their their eyes are opened to what God actually has planned for them, and what Jesus has been talking about this entire time. And I think that's huge. I think that's so important. Is like we're not just supposed to. I think it, man, it just hit me. The Holy Spirit's you know moving right now, and just it hit me that you know we talk about in the churches we talk about how the. Um, we're not supposed to just listen to what we see on here on Sundays or what we're what kind of encounter we have on Sundays. We're supposed to take it out into the world. And so those guys were literally around Jesus all the time, just following him, watching, doing this and doing that. They really didn't have to do anything because Jesus was with them. But when Jesus left them, then it was when the Holy Spirit came, they started acting. Like that's Acts of the Apostles is what the book of Acts is, you know, referenced to. And so for them to for them to start doing things is like our call. As soon as we leave these four walls on Sundays and Wednesday nights, it's like we're supposed to act. We're supposed to go out and do things that we can um, that the Holy Spirit has you know provoked us to do. And I think that um, I mean that's mm, that's good. Thank you. Yeah, I think like building off of last week's episode with Mitchell about misconceptions of the church. I think that there is a huge misconception, at least I know in Baptist churches, mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, like, we don't want to seem too weird with it, so we just kind of bury it down. Yeah. And I think a lot of times there's a little bit overuse of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. or the, you know, the, the theatrics of it. You yeah, know, yeah. some some um, people decide and try to do that, and I'm... Um, in, in, and as Baptist or as just a Christian, you know, I think that what we see, what we what we should go by is what's in here, mm-hmm. and and what we should. And I'm pointing to the Bible for our listeners, but, um, you know, the things that just like in at the day of Pentecost, every person there understood something in their own language, mm-hmm. and I think that 
you know, with the idea of speaking in tongues, and that's not necessarily catching the Holy Spirit. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, um, I think people can catch the Holy Spirit. I really do, and like have extraordinary events that, you know, you and I may or may not have had before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there has to be, there has to be some divine counsel and wisdom there to understand not just to take it because it can be seen as theatrics a lot of time because i mean what did the pharisees do that's all they that's that's what their name name of the game was for them is they just wanted to walk around and stand on street corners with their tassels and their and pray really loud and they wanted people to see them and think that they were more holier than thou and they were just as far as you know the samaritan that they despised Mm -hmm. and so it's no different than somebody just playing church and you know acting like they're a magician or something with the Holy Spirit and thinking they have the Holy Spirit or whatever when then somebody that's, you know, out on the side of the street yeah. doing something crazy um, that uh, doesn't believe in Jesus, you know. That's something that, like, growing up, I always, I always heard that specifically a lot because, you know, like in the Pentecostal church, I'm, I'm just going to be blunt, that's something that you hear a lot about. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is this is, you know... We're not we're not sitting here going to gauge all Pentecostals that way because I think there's there's probably just like there are Baptist churches oh, that, yeah, that yeah, are different from the different you know they have a certain name or you know whether it's missionary missionary Baptist or Methodist or whatever you know there's going to be different branches of like Pentecostal but yes in general continue yes yeah, so like that <clears throat> specific denomination then I always hear people talking about oh. This, that, the other, they caught the Holy Ghost are running around, whatever, you know, like fainting and yeah, all, yeah, like, yeah, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, I always heard, when I was like, you know, like, I we didn't under, I didn't understand it because I was always told you have to, like, somebody has to be there to understand what that, like, what whoever's speaking in tongues is saying for mm-hmm. it to actually be legit, right? Yeah. You know, there was, I, there was an instance I had a, in the uh, church in Starville I went to, there was a, I don't know if it was somebody that went on went on missions uh, as part of the church in the past, but the guy, I talked about him on here before, Perry Pugh, very big influence in my life. He um, he was telling us that he had a somebody that he knew had an um, interaction. <clears throat> they were in Guatemala somewhere like of, you know, Central American, Spanish-speaking mm-hmm. descent, and he said that there was a woman that ain't never speak, spoke a lick of Spanish in her life. And she was, they were doing medical stuff as part of their mission. There was a bunch of nurses, I think, down there. They were handing out, you know, medicine and things of that nature. And uh, and she said that he said there was somebody that was sitting away from her and that some woman asked her something in Spanish. And that woman from Mississippi replied to her in Spanish and then she walked off, and then the guy that heard it said, "Do you know what just happened? Did you? Did, can you speak Spanish? You know?" And like she was like, "What?" And so it was just this. It was this crazy thing that, like, you know, literally she was doing the work of the Lord, and that woman come up to her with a different tongue, and she spoke back to her in her same tongue. And I think that was the Holy Spirit working in that. You know, it's I think, and that's really the only time that I've you know heard somebody personally that I knew told me a story like that and I thought that was really really cool and I said I said to myself that I feel like that's what that's more what happened in the book of Acts at the day yeah. of Pentecost and like you know you see people hoo, 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 jumping around stomping think, their feet and stuff like I think that the point of what happened in Pentecost was like was so that 
everybody there could understand, yeah. like you know, whether they spoke like during what the happened, that they, they could hear the good news. Yeah, and so yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily buy in, or yeah, I, honestly, I don't buy into the just making noise. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, like, that's, I've never seen any kind of yeah benefit or fruit yeah. from that. Yeah, I don't understand how it could be the Holy Spirit. I think it could be, you know, you said fruit. I think it could be even worse. Like I think it, people that come in and visit a church like that can see that and just yeah, think the opposite and just think this some some show that people yeah. are trying to put yeah. on, and that's not exact. That's not at all what Jesus came to do. And that's not all what he did on this earth. I mean, he he came. And he was, you know, not, not not creeping around in the shadows, but he was on the outskirts. I mean, he was on the sidelines trying to. He was doing things on the out. He he wasn't standing on the street corners like I said a while ago, like the Pharisees were. He was doing things with people that, um, you know, that they wouldn't even think about touching or communicating with. And I think that's what uh that's what we're supposed to be about. And I know um, also, like, even with things like this, and every time I preach or have anything to do, and I'm sure it's the same with you as well on Wednesday nights. You don't want it to be your words. Right. Holy Spirit, that's the one guiding you to do that. Yeah. Or at least it should be. Yeah. In most instances. A lot of my time a lot of times, man, my prayer is is and I always think of and this is not because of what just happened in pop culture, but I always think of you know, I always say that you know, allow me to be used as a vessel. And I'm not, as soon as I think of a vessel, I think of Pirates of the Caribbean. And so that's not, you know, not saying I like Johnny Depp over his ex-wife or whatever. But, yeah, <laughs> that was that was, that was was theatrics, if anything was. That was a good – they should just make a movie out of that. Oh, yeah. um, but, but no, I just think of – I just think of that. I think of how, you know, a ship is – can be commanded by such a very small item. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> if you allow – you know, and if it's but if it's not commanded or, or captain properly, it can do a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. And so, therefore, my words, um, my words could if they're not from they're not from God or they're not I'm not allowing the Holy Spirit to use me mm-hmm. on Wednesday nights, um, then it can be detrimental to oh, yeah. to you know what y'all are hearing and what mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You know, it, it just it's just not a good not a good situation. Yes. Stuff you do never just affects you. Yes. If you think you're just going to speak without the Holy Spirit, it's never just going to affect you. Right. 100%. I remember, I, and I don't know if, I can't remember where I heard it or who told me or what, but I was told one time, you know, like, anything you do, if you're not doing it with the intention, like with a Christ-minded intention, then it's not worth doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's something I also kind of keep in mind. Yeah. Like, it, it's not just something that's, like, you should do it. Like, almost you have to do it. Because you know? mm-hmm. if you don't, then you're, I mean, you're messing with, you know, salvation and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And Holy Spirit's not <laughs> just a thing that God added so it wouldn't be two. Like, it wouldn't be two people. He didn't add it just to make a perfect three. Mm-hmm. He added it's a real being that we need. Right. Yeah, and I, I talked about that. I think if you if you look at the word... Um, God, I think in uh, in Genesis one one the the translation of that in the Hebrew is Elohim, I think, or something Elohim. like that. Yeah. El- Elohim, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that literally means plural, 
it's plural people there. Mm-hmm. And then later in later in Genesis, it talks about have you know we need to make man in our own image. Yeah. So there was, and it talks about the spirit was over the waters, and so like mm-hmm. spirit was there, Jesus was there, God was there, you know. And so I don't understand how um, people can you know denounce that honestly, yeah. um, especially if you read it out the ESV. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> but. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I kind of, another thing about kind of the spirit specifically is how I, I said earlier, like how, you know, it grieves for us and stuff like that. And we should, like, we should care about that because oh, yeah. the Holy Spirit, you know, is God stuff like that. I said that, but another fact that's undisputable is that like when we aren't broken and we don't care about our own sin, Mm-hmm. And how that makes the Holy Spirit feel, then that's a completely separate issue away from, you know, like just about anything that we can do by ourselves. Like we, you have to, you have to be broken over your sin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If you're not, then you need some Holy Spirit. Yeah, start yeah. working. Yeah, and I think you know a lot of people say that the Holy Spirit is just almost like a almost part of your conscience and I think that's true but it also is other things yeah. as well um, yeah. I mean it's going to you know the Holy Spirit's going to lead you to make right decisions um, as long as you're walking in the Holy Spirit walking in the Spirit and then um, and therefore like again if the Spirit's inside of you He is controlling you but outside, when you start trying to do things on your own that's when that's when you start affecting people whether it's you know me on Wednesday nights or me out doing something on Friday night if I you know or anybody doing something on Friday or Saturday night and I just <clears throat> and there's a scripture I'm not sure exactly what it is but it says that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us when mm-hmm. we don't know what to pray yeah and I can definitely find that true because <clears throat> there'll be times that I don't even know what to pray and then mm-hmm. stuff just starts coming out yeah I, I've there's been many times in my life like you're saying that I have <clears throat> I've just started praying and just, and just stop because I didn't know what to say but eventually you know like I found it or I just sat there and just listened again you know and it's man it's so good so good but the other thing I wanted to read there's one other verse I want to read this is a couple chapters over in John it's um it's in chapter 16 verse uh verse 12 it says and this is Jesus still talking says I still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now when the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And so literally the Holy Spirit is is a messenger from God, you know, a d- direct call line from, from God through Jesus into you. And so that's how that works and so i think that like i said we lose sight of that and we we don't understand that a lot of times but man um and i think the holy spirit is the one also that and i know he is is the one that he um you're you're reading scripture and you can just automatically think of another scripture you think of something else that's you how it can impact your life or how you saw this work in your life you know kind of like how we've read proverbs on friday mornings either at hardy's or the donut shop now and it's uh I think there's a lot of times that, you know, we we read that and it's like, man, that's really good and we underline that. I think I mean that's that's the Holy Spirit working in us and it's he's he's taking things where you know, situations in our life when we saw this come to fruition or saw this how it's impacting our life and we 
you know, I share it with you guys. Mitchell shares it with you guys because we're just a touch older than you, not very much, but a touch. And so a little bit more wise and and in just the age department mostly. But uh, <laughs> um, anyway. So I think when, we're, when you're out in your daily life and you come across either a sin or some kind of circumstance where you could help someone and you're just reminded of a verse, even if you can't quote the exact reference mm-hmm. at the time, just a verse that you know is in the Bible, that's yep. definitely a Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Uh oh. Okay. So I cannot tell you how many times over the four years I spent in high school, I have talked to people that you know they had they went out and had a great weekend for themselves, you know, the, the typical weekend, mm-hmm. and then followed that up with, and I felt bad about it, but I went to church on Sunday and prayed. Mm-hmm. How do you think? How do you think you could explain the lack of the Holy Spirit in that sense, or is if there is any? Like, how do you, you know, kind of deal with that? So, <clears throat> I think that uh, I think that you get to a sense of, you know, I think there's a difference between. Um, habitual sin and um, just like accidental sin. Like there's sins in our lives that we commit every day that we don't we don't wake up and plan on committing. Like, you know, like I, I'm not going to be going like accidentally, like Ben referenced this morning, running a, running a red light, running a stop sign is still a sin and also homosexuality is a sin. But I don't, I don't wake up in the day... And say that I I'm gonna I'm not I'm gonna run I'm gonna run every red light I see. I was hoping you were saying yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but my, you see, my point though yeah. is that you know you wake up and choose that sin every single day, and I, I think that some people choose it just because they're it's the cool thing to do. I mean, even with having a good time on the weekend, whether it's drinking or whatever it may be, um, partaking in you know, just different, the party scene, let's just say that. And so I think that if you wake up and you're like looking forward to that and like, oh, I felt bad about that. Let me go pray. And I mean, you might as well be go sitting in a uh, a confessional, you know, and then it's oh, okay. It's all right. I just know that I can go confess every time I sin. And that's not the idea of sin. Like it's you're, if we're, we're all, we, the thing is, is we all have sin in our lives, but there's, there's a difference in like trying to live sinless and live and living a sinful life. Yeah. Um, and if you're, if you're just in the, in the art and in the making of, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to this party tonight and I'm going to this party next week. I'm going to this party two weeks from now. If you're planning on that stuff and you know, yeah. it's wrong and you know, you're going to feel bad about it or quote unquote, feel bad about it. Um, then, you know, I, I, re- I would really, you know, not just test the idea of the Holy Spirit. I would test, you know, do you really know Christ? Because if you had the Holy Spirit, just like Ben talked about this morning, if you got something walking that's different about you, you know, like like he quoted Mitchell again this morning. He said that if, you know, seeing something come from death to life is, a, you know, no matter what it is, is pretty cool. Yeah. And so if you've had that experience with Christ, if you know now that you're never, you're, you've gone from eternal death to eternal life and you're not living that way then there's something you, you might need to check your faith mm-hmm. and I mean I and I think that's I, I, that's a hard truth and um, and people it, what's bad about it is, is it is the typical 
country music song of today's time. Think about it. Oh, yeah. Think about it like that's. My girlfriend, she cheated on me. That ice cold beer right there, looking good. Like you know, I mean, and then church on Sunday morning. You know, literally, literally, there's a Luke. You know, Luke Bryan and the Florida yeah. Georgia Line song. It's uh, you know, pray on them, pray on them Sundays, cuss on them Mondays. Yeah. And I mean, like that's what people. That's what their mindset is. Is yeah. like our church is just a thing that I do for yeah. traditional basis, and, and don't even get me started on traditional stuff. And it's almost kind of like we talked about this morning with the Old Testament, where we can find God the one place, mm-hmm. and we when we go to that place, we're gonna act like we should. That's right. But when we leave there, yeah, yeah, and that's like it's definitely not a relationship. Yeah. That's a you know that's just. <laughs> Something you do, like that's a hobby. You know, yeah. God can't be a hobby. It's literally, yeah. a, it's a tradition. That's yeah. all it is. Like, and I mean, I would, I would go so far, like honestly, stay like, you know, if you're living in that <clears throat> sin, you're talking about, you know, like I think I agree with you. There's a difference between living in sin and sinning. Sin, yeah. And when you're sinning, that's that's what everybody goes through. And then when you're living in sin, I think like that's when you're kind of. You're not out of God's reach, but you're not choosing Him. You yeah. Know? yeah. And that's where Holy Spirit. It's like running, really. Yeah. You know, He's, he's still yeah. He's still coming for yeah. you, but you're, you're running in the opposite direction. Yeah. At least whenever, you know, you're not living in that sin, you're kind of right there together, mm-hmm. you know, walking with God. Yeah. That's where the Holy Spirit comes into play because when just you were reading out of John 16, I saw verses, John 16, 7, says, Nevertheless, I tell you, it is to your advantage that I go away from you. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I do, if I go, I will send him to you. Yes. Jesus could only be one place at one time when mm-hmm. he was here. Yeah. But now, Holy Spirit was wherever we go. That's right. That's what I was I was mentioning earlier in the in the podcast. So I I couldn't think of, I didn't know where it was. But yeah, that, you found it good. But I yeah, man, I just think that there's a there's a lot of people that just think they have fire insurance, man, mm-hmm. and. They've gotten it. They walked the aisle. They said the prayer, and that's it. And like yeah. they can live exactly how they want to. And I've had people tell me that we're in y'all's shoes as seniors. They say, "Oh man, I'll pick back. I'll pick church back up when I get out of college. College where I'm supposed to have fun." And man, I ain't seen them. Mm-hmm. Seen them back here, and that's sad um, yeah. because you get into that lifestyle, you hang out, start hanging around the wrong people, <laughs> ungodly people, and you know they're they're again, you know you're you are who you hang out with. I promise you, they're going to influence you more than you will influence them if you're outnumbered. Um, and so to surround yourself with good people, and I hope you're going to surround yourself with good people, or I hope there's good people where you're going, Ben, oh, yeah, for sure. So. And uh, and and you know you know where you know that you're going to be in a in a battlefield as well at, at Pearl River, hopefully. So um, I think that um, it's it's going to be interesting. But um, but yeah, that's a that's a hard topic that a lot of people deal with a lot. And um, what you're talking about about the difference in you know the different nature of sinning you know like and but it but it really boils down to lifestyle like yeah. do you, are you living a christ-like christ-like lifestyle or are you living your own lifestyle and i mean if you're there's no other you know you're not being lukewarm i mean i would consider you lukewarm if you even graced the foots of these doors and that's it that's no worse than somebody that doesn't and you're still doing that you're just a hypocrite yeah. and when you know what jesus said about them he told the pharisees exactly what he thought about that <laughs> and so i just and that's one thing that one thing that Jesus does not like, and I don't, I don't think that we need to, um, you know, as as believers, exercise that or even start even trying to flirt with that idea in our lives. So, but.
Man, I don't. I think that I think that was good. Uh, the Holy Spirit definitely had control of that one because yeah. I didn't have much much place I wanted to go with it, you know, outside of just some casual discussion, but yeah. it turned out good, Jackson. I thought. I'm I'm glad you had that. The Holy Spirit placed that on you. Yeah. I feel like I haven't done a good job of talking about the Holy Spirit on podcast in general. Yeah. Well, it's just it's a necessary it's a necessity in our yeah. lives, and I think that we need when we realize that and we start searching for that, that's when He really starts impacting mm-hmm. our lives, and we can actually show um, others what it means to be to live and walk like Jesus because we have the Holy Spirit, a direct line of communication from God, Jesus, all back down to us. So. Yeah, and that's where the different lifestyle comes into play. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. No different lifestyle than you're not reaching anybody. Yeah. Thankfully, yep. we have the ability to live a different lifestyle. Yeah. Amen. So, well, nothing else. I'll go ahead and pray, and then we'll move into the closing announcements. All right. Sometime. Sounds good. Dear Lord, thank you for this day, and thank you for the Holy Spirit, God. You just sent him, and you know exactly what we need, God. Since Jesus is not here anymore. And thank you for that, and just thank you for sending Jesus as well. And thank you for Ethan and Jackson, and they were able to be on the podcast today, and just please help us to always or never take for granted Holy Spirit, God, because it's just as much you as Jesus and the Father are. Mm-hmm. And help us to never forget that and to show that that we believe that to others. Help us to love you and love each other more every day. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. 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 So this is leading up to the birthday episode, our second anniversary, whatever you would like to call it. And as I've been saying the past couple episodes, if you would like to submit a little segment in there saying something you about like it all, your favorite episode maybe, or just how it's maybe Holy Spirit to influence you, please do that. And <clears throat> t-shirts, they're $20. And we still have bracelets, bumper stickers, and pop sockets. Those are no charge to you. And yeah, thank you always for listening. And we still got a few more of these episodes coming your way. So keep your eyes out for that. And I don't think I have anything else. So, Ethan, thank you for coming back. Man, thank you. Thanks for having me again. Maybe I can third time be a charm. Yep. And Jackson, as always, thank you. Always great, man. Yep. Always great. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, love you guys. Hope you have a great week. Give a point to the point. Goodbye. <laughs>